to the Eric Metaxas Show with your host, Eric Metaxas. Hey there, folks. Um, exciting news right now. Uh, we get to talk to my friend, Mike Lindell. Mike, I have missed you. It's been a crazy month. Tell <laughs> us, what do we need to know? What is going on? What happened with the Cyber Symposium? Like, I, I'm, I, I feel like I've got more questions th- than anything, which is good because I'll shut up and let you talk. What, what is happening okay. in the United States well, of America the cyber, right now? Well, the, the Cyber Symposium was an amazing success. It's everything I could have asked for. Um, we had over all 50 states represented. Um, of course, nobody could claim the five million because they, they, everyone there says yes. This is evidence from the 2020 November 3rd election. So that was. Uh, but we did have attacks there. We had uh, uh, we had a guy named Josh Merritt that was uh, compromised. He was on the the red team I had brought in, and he put all this false information out, including in the cyber rooms, to try his. Uh, we believe his intention was to try and falsely win the five million. Uh, but we got warned the night, the second night of the symposium, we got warned that there would be a poison pill put into the evidence. So we shut down, bringing stuff downstairs. And uh, now, a so lot of people a don't. Lot, un- a lot of people don't understand what what you're talking about, and I'm barely following. But like, so if somebody walks in the room, they don't know you, they don't know anything. Where are we with what happened in the 2020 election? In other words, what, where do you think? We are now from your perspective, because you bring a unique well, for perspective. The tw- in the 2020 election, Donald Trump won 81 million to 74 million. Uh, there was fraud in every single state, every single state. And uh, and that's been proven by about uh, four different four different uh, mathematic scientists. Uh, one's a physicist. 100% proven. Plus, we have all the packet captures, everything from the election. So everything's the same. And what we did after the cyber symposium, um, I have met with now five different states, and we're getting the states on board to bring it, just like I said before, to the Supreme Court, where the states will be the plaintiffs. We're doing audits even in red states, where red states where people like place in Missouri, where they said, oh, there was never any, any election fraud here. I met with 12 of them, including their secretary of state, and we're starting an audit there. So... Uh, all of these states had had uh, you can go on frankspeech.com, by the way, and see what happened in your state exactly. And because they were all set through the machines and and um, every every like my home state of Minnesota, everyone's curious about which states and Donald Trump won. He won all the swing states, Nevada, Nevada, Michigan, uh, Nevada, um, Nevada, Michigan, Wisconsin, Georgia. Pennsylvania and Arizona. He also won New Hampshire and Minnesota. Those are facts, Eric. You can't get around well, the facts. Well, you know, and I know <clears throat> that I I know you and I trust you, and you don't blow smoke. You're very positive, That's right. but mm-hmm. you you're about reality. And so, of course, the problem, Mike, and this is the issue, is that we can know what you just said, but the question is, how do we? from today move it forward so that 
there's a reckoning. So you just said that you're pursuing something with some states. Just tell us more right. about where you think this is going, because this is a battle. Let's well, be honest. The reason right. they tried to the shut you Im- down is because you're the biggest threat to some of these folks. It's horrifying what we're going right. through. And, and, you're, and you're correct, Eric. The biggest, the biggest problem we have in our country right now is our First Amendment right of free speech and Fox News. And Fox News, by not saying anything about machines or vaccine, they have completely shut out from November 4th on. They have not talked about the election. They have not talked about when you consider, hey, there's two sides to every story. There was Fox was the side that you figured that would talk about stuff last summer, uh, therapeutics and stuff. They didn't. They sh- Fox is disgusting. I pulled all my ads off of Fox. They are the one of the biggest problems we have. It's one thing to have the the, the bad media, I call it, uh, the fake news media putting out fake news. At least they put out something. You can see through the lies. There's one about me today saying Mike Lindell claims spreading lies about voting system is good for business. Um, you know, now I never claim that. Of course, Mike, it's not look, good for business. It, let's let's review. Even if we are totally wrong about the election, okay? The fact is, there is a an unprecedented controversy in the United States of America right now. You right. think that everybody would be covering that. In other words, even if they exactly. want to show how you're right. wrong, but notice that they're not trying to show how you're wrong. They're simply bad-mouthing you, ad hominem right. attacks, and they don't deal with any of the evidence. That, to me, tells me, unfortunately, more than I need to know. Right. Well, it's just like this. I've had uh, some very important names come to me, and these couple of them were billionaires, and they, they came to me after the cyber symposium, and they said, you know what? I'm 100% convinced now. You know why? Because the media went completely silent on the evidence. They didn't talk about it. Even the bad media didn't say, Mike Lindell was, you know, we found out it wasn't from, it's not real. There was, it was silent, Eric. Everyone, everybody pulled into their foxholes like Fox. Everybody acted like Fox. And then all of a sudden, a week later, they got tired of not putting me in the news. So they say, Mondale has to sell his plane. His, you know, he's he's spent all his money on the fight, and uh, which was a lie. And then today it comes out, Mike Lindell hired 200 more employees, which I did because he's spreading lies to make money. You're so, so broke you know, that you hired 200 more employees. I wish I were right, that broke right. because I'd right, have 200 more employees. Right. Mike, we're going to go to a break. Ladies and gentlemen, yep. please. Go to MyPillow.com, use the code ERIC, support my friend and an American hero. We're living in unprecedented times. Mike, you're an inspiration to millions of Americans. God bless you. We're going to be right back, folks. Don't go away. Talking to Mike Lindell. Mike, um, help us understand. You're so in this. Uh, pretend you're not. Just tell, for people who really aren't tracking with this, because the news refuses to cover this, what right. is happening? You, you and I are convinced there's a reckoning coming. This is not going to go away. People like you and That's me, right. we are never going to shut up about right. what we think is the theft of 
of the voice of the American people. You could tell how angry I am about this, the fact that people are not covering this. What do you see? Well, it's like this, Eric. It's like, uh, you know, in November, December, you know, back then we had all we had enough evidence to stack up and everybody in the United States take one piece and you would convict everyone in the United States of felonies. Okay, that's how much evidence there were. But if nobody hears it, it's like the old tree falling in the woods thing. If a tree falls and nobody hears it, did it really fall? This is the twilight zone they've had us under, that the media was able to condition us and brainwash us, just like they've done with the machines and the vaccines. Well, and then you add this to lawfare, which is what Dominion did. Now, we have so many great things going on. You probably don't know what's going on in Colorado. I don't where know. We actually I barely have, know. We actually have a county clerk. She's a hero named Tina. Peters, we have. She's a county. She was elected official. She actually took a forensic picture of them of them before and after. When I and after, Dominion's going around the United States and taking out the 2020 election against all their rules. Remember, they're under a court orders by. I've sued them, and they've sued over 200 people and threatening lawsuit or threats to over 100 people. And so there's big things coming in that space. Okay, Dominion, if I was Dominion, by the way, I will say this on your show. If you're a Dominion employee and you've been laid off, uh, so to speak, over there's over 40 of you out there. If you want to come forward or if you're a whistleblower and you have other evidence against them, go to crime.frankspeech.com. We're taking you in. I know you might have signed something, but I got lawyers for you and I got your back. Say it we again, have, crime. Have, say it, we're, If somebody crime. wants to be a whistleblower— and I want to say, folks, if you want to be an American hero, and we need you right. to be. This is not optional. We need right. we need you to speak the truth now. You were born yes. for such a time as this. There are 328 right. million Americans in the rest of the world who need us now all to stand. Like we talk about these heroes that stood. You can be one of them. If you know something, yeah. where do they go, Mike? Crime, say it again. Frank, they do crime frankspeech.com crime and i will tell dot frankspeech.com crime frankspeech.com go ahead and i have your back i, I said if you've signed something with dominion and you, and you're afraid or you're living in fear don't live in fear anymore this isn't the time to live in fear we have to stand up like tina peters and be american heroes we have also county clerks and she has stood up eric uh, it's your God-given right in a lot of these states, like in Colorado, you can ask for forensic images of the machines. So they've been out, this called the Cora Act, and each state has it where you can actually go request these. So we did it last week, but we found all these county clerks now that have come forward. It's going to be amazing. You're going to see in the next two weeks, things are going to shift. We're on the offense, Eric. We're on the offense. Since, of course, you know me. I've always been on the offense, even when they thought I was on the defense. But I, I'm the one that asked Dominion to sue me. How many people do that, right? Well, that was just because to use this left-wing media. I will tell you, though, what's happening, everybody. Since the symposium where all 50 states were represented, it spread the word. It did a couple things. At frankspeech.com, now we have millions of people that came on board. So when we do a text message or a, an email to everybody, it's like a sounding board. We put it out there to everybody of what what's going on, and we're getting the news out there of what's going on. So I don't need the bad media anymore. In fact, they miss me. They're over there writing bad stuff about me because I don't respond to them anymore. It's like a little cat and mouse game. I'm going, you guys, you had your day. I had to use you. Sorry. You had to 
yell at me or you had to write false things about me every day, but you did help because it helped me get the word out. They were better than Fox, who said nothing. Horrible Fox. Shame on Fox. Um, so where we're going, Eric, is the is all of these states now I've been meeting with, I meet with two more this week. And these are meetings, I don't put the name of the states out there because then um, that's like telling your opponent, hey, well, I'm gonna go attack these guys now. But we have five states already that are gonna, they're gonna be doing audits and very extensive audits. They're called where you actually get the routers. What a concept. You do an autopsy and you do the whole body, right? And they're very excited. Do you know, you can do an audit, Eric, uh, probably in less than a month. Because, you know, in Arizona, the reason it took eight or nine months, you know why? Because start with Doug Ducey and work your way all the way down. They're obstructionists. They've been obstructionists. It's like going through mud because nobody wants to see what's inside well, look, the machine. Look, again, we said it before. If you have nothing to hide, then you right. would very, very quickly shut up Mike and Eric yeah. and anybody in, in a minute right. by showing everything and convincing everyone. They've done exactly the opposite. They have absolutely right. obstructed. What does that tell you if you have any common sense? Why would they obstruct? Why would they drag right. their feet? Can you say anything exactly. about Arizona right now, what is happening there? Yeah, Arizona, you're, you're going to have about another week. Now, I have not been involved with Arizona. They just asked me this. I've completely, I didn't give money to there. I didn't do anything with Arizona. Those guys are fighters. I've, they're, they've been great, okay? So you have these different groups because when the media attacks, I didn't want them to attack, you know, Mike Lindell through because he put money or he put money into this and he was part of this. So they, this is like all these separate silos so that they have more than one person to whack at. But Arizona, I do know this because of what I have for my evidence, when it comes out of there, it's gonna be close to 200,000 votes were flipped in, uh, in Maricopa County. Remember now, you can all go on frankspeech.com and you can see every state, Eric, you go on frankspeech.com, you can look at your state and see what the big lie was and then what the truth was. Okay. Remember, the big lie is the big lie, everybody. The big lie is the big lie. So you can go on there and you can see Arizona. I think it's like 300,000 votes that Donald Trump actually won Arizona by. Well, a couple hundred thousand of them are right there in Maricopa County. And they're going to, they're gonna, even though they would not give them the routers, you don't, you know, the routers show who did it. That would have showed China behind this. It would have been 92% of attacks coming out of there. But at least they're going to have the, they're going to, you know, pull it down. They're going to pull down the electors. All these states do. All these states that the the six swing states, they can they can get their electors pulled down. They can pull it even like Minnesota and New Hampshire because Donald Trump won both. Okay, hang Once on. All these uh, audits are done. We're gonna we're gonna go break. We'll be right back, folks. I'm talking to Mike Lindell, folks. Please go to mypillow.com, mystore.com. Use the code Eric. Um, we're living in crazy times. We'll be right back. Just to remind you, um, this week only, 35% off Nutramedics.com. If you use the code ERIC, it's normally 20. They're doing a special thing this week. It's only this week, Nutramedics.com. Uh, please take advantage of it. 
Uh, we're talking to our other major sponsor and my friend uh, and a hero to so many of us, Mike Lindell. Mike, just a few minutes left today. We'll keep you on for tomorrow. But yep. what I want to explain, Eric, if, if in the last couple of minutes, I want to explain to people one thing that you if you're in doubt that this election was stolen. Um, I, there's a radio host from Salem, and I actually got on his case because he said Biden won fair and square. And then I told him, so, showed him these things, and and he actually did a flip now. But really? I want to tell you this. I'm glad to hear uh, that. I'm very glad to hear that, Mike. Yeah, Thank you. Because here's what you can do. In your state, everybody, if you go to frankspeech.com, you can go down and see what happened in your state. But here's what everybody needs to know. Uh, this is what we do when we go into states. Now, I bring Dr. Frank with me, Dr. Doug Frank. And we go into the state and we tell them, hey, did you know your state had dead people and non-residents vote? It's never happened before. Like thousands of them, every single state. And they're going, no way, no way, that didn't happen. You pull the voter rolls and you can show them it happened there in black and white. Well, the reason for that is they pulled, those people didn't go from Minnesota into Wisconsin and, and commit a crime. They just use their name, Eric. They really don't live there anymore, or they really did pass away because they used the 2010 census report. That's what they used, and this is proven. In every single state, it happened, and you can go do this yourself. There's a If you go to frankspeech.com and you go to scientific proof when that was done, but what we do is we go into these states, and we do it. We bring it. Dr. Frank does his little presentation in front of the secretary of state and the legislators. And then we go in and we prove it to him. We do canvassing. We have I have a whole team of volunteers. I have so many people now, so many lawyers and canvassers. And, you know, it's like a whole nother army of people. These are patriots, heroes. And they go in and canvass and they come back and say, wow, out of 20,000 people in this area, 1,500 of them don't exist. They're phantom voters. Here's my question, so Mike. Who did this? In other words, isn't that the question? Who did what you're saying is is monstrous? It is anti-American to the nth degree. Who did this? The CCP, the China, um, China, 100 percent, 92 percent of the attacks we track back to China. You know, I've been working on this for seven months. No, no, but that's the 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 attacks. That's the machines. But I'm saying when you say using voter rolls from the 2010 census report, who did that level? Well, that is the same level. You're pulling them. They had access to over. There's a list that we're going to have on Frank of all the all the comp. There was one hundred and sixty seven thousand intrusions that actually made it through in 50 states. They came in. They checked to see where the algorithms were, where it was at that time. And and of 30 some thousand of them, they actually did flips from Trump to Biden. And people say, come on, Mike. Well, it was a a massive cyber attack. You don't do it all in one state. If Minnesota, Eric, had said Donald Trump won minutes or lost Minnesota three million to 100,000, everybody in the country would be going, come on, that's impossible. Right. It's a deviation. So they have to set everything to boil the whole country at about four point two percent to boil it all, because if you did it all in one state or whatever, of course, there'd be you okay, know, so you go. you're saying some heavy stuff. People who are not into this and, I, and I'm pretty much one of them, although I'm tracking this is high level crime. It's a level that we can't almost can't conceive of how deeply deceptive of it. we have it's, 10 it's seconds Matt, Eric- and we're going to keep you till tomorrow. 
Like, yeah, Eric, it's it's massive, and and they they even all the it doesn't. That's why it doesn't matter, everybody. About 2022 and 2024, you need to fix 2024. Oh, there's no question. Donald Trump said this. Donald Donald Trump sent out a thing from the just two days ago. Fix 2021. If we don't, we don't have a country. Okay, everybody. we're gonna we're at the end uh, of the day. Uh, we're gonna grab you for tomorrow, Mike, because we want to keep talking, folks. Uh, please support. Go to frankspeech.com. Go to mypillow.com. Uh, thank you. Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Here is a little bit of levity. It's, all right, folks, this one is like, you're, <laughs> I debated putting this in, but it is hilarious. So Joe Biden, a couple of New York, this is just New Yorkers, right? I'm a New Yorker. Um, I know how New Yorkers are. If anyone has the right to express an opinion about 9-11, it's New Yorkers. So Joe Biden showed up at a very somber ceremony on 9-11, the reading of the names, which happens every year. And a couple of New Yorkers just weren't having it. And um, I love the accent on this guy filming this terror. I can't even do a New York accent anymore. It's kind of embarrassing because I spent most of my adult life in New York, was raised in New York, was born in New York. I'm a Queens kid, have been uh, most of my life up until 20. And I can't do a New York accent anymore, which is horrifying. Terrible. Terrible. You got to listen to this guy here <laughs> yeah. as he's videotaping Joe. But was that, I don't know. Joe's like laughing. It's probably a terrible New York accent. Key, was it bad? Was it was, it was he's shaking his head. Yeah, he's like, I don't know. I think he's just being nice. But listen to the guy at the end in the background as Joe Biden approaches a bunch of kids and what he comes. I, I I don't. This is just. I'm sorry. I got to just play it. Check it out. You're a mud for what you did to Afghanistan. Terrible. Terrible. Don't sniff him. Terrible. 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 See, this is embarrassing. Armacost, who's like Scottish from Maryland, does a better New York accent than me, the Italian kid from literally from Queens. Like this is this is really horrible. And that, that's New York. You hear the guy? He's like, you're a mutt. For what you did in Afghanistan. Yeah. That's New Yorkers. You're a mutt. That's a that's a total, like Joey Bagadonis, that's a total New York term. You're a mutt. That's a that is, by the way, there are very few things worse in New York than being called a mutt. Like a mutt is like that. And it really it's almost an insult to dogs in some cases. You're a mutt. You're a you're terrible. That's a total New York. And the guy at the end as he approaches a kid, I gotta laugh. He says <laughs> Don't sniff them. <laughs> don't sniff them. Don't sniff. Don't sniff them. Don't sniff them. I'm. So, I'm sorry. I. I, I <laughs> all right. Enough. Enough. Stop laughing. I've been laughing at this all weekend. All right. Let me get to my second sponsor. And uh, a very seriously, a very uh, changing kind of gears a little bit. Coming up after this, a very, very serious article coming up afterwards from American Greatness. Where he asked a question, are we already in a cold civil war? I read it this week and I was like, whoa, like we really have to talk about this piece. It's amazing. Coming up next. 
This is a really profound article I read this week, and I want to get right to it. It asks a pretty bold question. Are we already in a cold civil war with the left? And if we are, why hasn't many, why haven't many on the right woken up to that fact? Now, I don't think that's many in my audience who've been woken up to this a long time ago, but there are many in the DC swamp who still believe that the left views us as just people with bad ideas. They don't. They don't. How many times do I have to say this? The left does not view us as people with bad ideas. They view us as bad people with ideas. There's a huge difference. Bad people with ideas. They don't care what your ideas are. They see you as bad people. That is important. You must understand the distinction. Here's the article by uh, Tom Thomas D. Kligenstein at American Greatness. It'll be in my newsletter today. Bongino.com slash newsletter. Subscribe for free. Please check it out. It's called Winning the Cold Civil War. <sighs> Goes through the steps. And step number one is Cold Civil War. We're in. We have the American left and us. Folks, first the step is recognizing that we are in a Cold Civil War. It is zero sum. You have one side, us. That When I say zero sum... That means that whatever is right on one side has to be wrong on the other side. Whatever is taken here has to be given there. These, these things can't exist at the same time. Okay? There is no overlapping of the circles here. Does everybody understand that? There is. This is not the Democrat Party of the 50s, where the overlapping circle between the right and the left was what? Well, we all love America. We all want to, you know, we all want our kids to grow up in a prosperous country. That is not what's happening anymore. Maybe for some Democrats who are moderate, but the liberal left hates this country and wants to see it go away. Stat, they just do. You must accept that. It is critical you accept that because we believe in things like liberty, free and fair elections, judging people by their character, not their skin color or their religion. The left does not believe that. Those two things cannot exist. Here, getting back to the piece from this American Greatness piece. He says winning this cold civil war requires two fundamental understandings. First, you must understand that you are, in fact, in a war. Wartime requires very different rhetoric, strategy, and people than peacetime. Trump is a wartime leader. Second, you must understand your enemy, what it wants, and how it goes about getting what it wants. What our enemy wants is the destruction of the American way of life. It goes about it by trying to force everyone to say America is systemically racist. If it can convince us of this falsehood, it will be well on its way to overturning the American way of life. Folks, we got to recognize we are in a cold civil war for liberty and freedom in the future of this country. There are people that want to take the liberty and freedom of others away. Everything from mandates to teaching our kids CRT, which is the taking away of their freedom because they're not free. They're supposed to be treated differently if they're white because they're oppressors. You treat an oppressor differently than they treat someone who's oppressed, whether they're oppressing or not. They want to take your liberty and freedom away. We have to recognize we are, in fact, in a war for the spirit of this country. We still have people up in Congress and the Senate, the Mitt Romney types, this uh, loser up in Illinois, Adam Kinzinger, a total zero, who just don't get it. They believe if they play tiddlywinks with the left and roast s'mores with them around a campfire and sing campfire songs, they believe the left will leave us alone. They really love America, too. They don't. A lot of moderate Democrats, yes, do, and just see the world a little differently. That is not the radical left. They hate you. 
They see you as bad people with ideas. There's a difference. That's why I'm constantly saying new rules, folks. The new rules are we win, you lose. You want to play by the old, rule, the old rules? Oh, let's sit around and, and, and discuss the debate, the value of liberty and freedom. They don't care. They don't care. We have to just vote these people out and get rid of them in the political ecosystem. They're killing and destroying this country. <clears throat> All right. We got to recognize their motives, too. Recognize it's a war and recognize their motives. Their motives on the left are totalitarian power. That is their motive. Stop pretending it's anything else. All right, moving on because I, this topic infuriates me. But the second screenshot from this piece, and I want to fault myself here. When I have to make a correction, I will. I get another one coming up later, which is important. Something I, I met someone this weekend. I used to say on this show, you can go find it yourself. My episodes in my entire library are still there that I really believe the free market would find the solution to corporate censorship and elsewhere. And I used to use the line often, and I meant it. I used to say, I'm not willing to trade the power of corporations I can get away from for the power of a government I can't. This is a little deeper than I intended this section, but my logic there was I don't want the government to try to do anything to stop YouTube, Twitter, or Facebook. That was my position. I'm not here to run away from it. I'm not here to pretend it didn't happen. But that was my position for a long time. I had a very libertarian leaning. The free market will figure it out eventually. You know, with discussions with people I've had, like Michael Knowles and others, and other th you know thought leaders around the movement, ladies and gentlemen, I've changed my position significantly. Because the government now has taken a subordinate role. The government now avoids complications of violating the Bill of Rights, your right to assemble and your right to speak by deputizing private industry and letting them do it themselves. They wink and a nod to YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook, and they've ushered in a new era of censorship addressed in this piece. And that must be stopped. And if that's with government power, then we have to do it. And I'm sorry to my, you know, many of my friends who think that you know liberty is in letting the free market try to solve a, 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 an existential human rights problem, it's not. It isn't anymore. Here, from the piece. This addresses this from the American Greatness piece. In a traditional totalitarian regime, the government uses arbitrary violence to control every aspect of public and private life, all the way down to Little League. In America, the government does not control everything. Pay attention here, it's important. But today, through the power of the purse and the courts, the government influences a lot. And where the government leaves off, the cultural business complex takes over. Yes, yes. Here's how the left is doing it now and why traditional, you know, straight, you know, air quotes, liberty, because it was not liberty. I was wrong. Where the traditional, oh, leave the government out of it, the free market will figure out, has totally failed us. The government has figured out they can practice a new form of socialism. They don't need violence. They don't need to steal your business straight out the government like they would in the Soviet Union, right? The government's figured out if they regulate your business to death and they tax it to death, they own it already. It's what Kevin Williamson in his book, uh, what is it, The Idiot's Guide to Socialism or the, whatever it was. I forget, but it's a good book. It's not a huge fan of mine, but I don't care. Good ideas are good ideas. He says, 
We don't need to practice old style socialism in the United States where we, the government just takes your business and controls the means of production. If it imposes a bunch of rules that make no sense and then taxes all of your income, it owns it anyway. And then when you start a business that they don't like, what do they do? They just use the private sector to take you down. That doesn't happen, Dan, does it? Because I used to be involved with Parler a long time ago. It's funny. I remember the government didn't come in like communists and get rid of Parler. They just used the private industry to do the dirty work for them. Remember AOC and Ro Khanna tweeting out, hey, AWS, Google, Apple, be a real shame if you got rid of Parler, we get a nod. And they did. You think the free market's going to solve that? The free market in this case was not free, and the free market were accomplices to the crime. Here's the third part of this piece. It's fantastic. Again, covers the new rules, I've said. The new rules are we win, you lose. Put aside your old, oh, we can't use government to fight back. Government's an inherently bad thing. It usually is. But what else you want to use? The free market that's that's allied against you? Do rights matter or not? The piece says, how should Republicans respond? What should we do about all this? The essential thing, as I've tried to stress, is for Republicans to understand that we're in a war and act accordingly. War is not a time for too much civility, compromise, or for, for imputing good motives to the enemy, like Adam Kinzinger and Mittens Romney do. I threw that in there. Our generals must fight as if the choice were between liberty and death. This is no time for sunset, sunshine patriots. Amen, Brother Thomas. You either understand that this fight is critical and existential, or you don't. You want to sit down and, you know, write white papers all day? You go right ahead. We're going to go out and win elections and take our government back. And we're going to run on candidates that believe in what we believe. Dude, Busy I am so glad that you brought this topic up. I am so glad. Thank you. Well, how long we've been talking about this? How long we've been talking about this? Thank you. And and, and we've been talking about two things here. Because you've been with me from the beginning. One I was yeah. wrong on. I'm telling you, I was wrong on it. Oh, the free market will figure this out, folks. The government is is is, is always and every time going to be a ma- and it it is, but it's the only tool we've got right now. And then second, the new rules. Everybody, oh, let's just sit down and have a debate with the left. It's not working. It's not working. Rights are evaporating every day. It's not working. All right, folks. Thanks again for tuning in. I really appreciate it. By the way, thanks to everyone who joined uh, Jorge Masvidal, uh, UFC fighter, just a terrific guy. Fighter for Freedom and Liberty, too. So he's speaking out against the oppression in Cuba. Is on Rumble. He had a great Rumble rant this weekend. It's like a live chat where you can join in. Go check it out on Jorge Masvidal. Subscribe to his account on Rumble. It's terrific. I, I make an appearance at about the 36-minute uh, mark. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah, check that out. You'll like it. And then subscribe to my Rumble account, too. Rumble.com slash Bungito. See you on the radio a little later. Thanks for tuning in. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show. James O'Keefe from Project Veritas here. You all know that in the last week our offices were destroyed by remnants of Hurricane Ida, but that was not the only attack that Project Veritas faced. Two days before the storm hit, we discovered that fraudsters had stolen $165,000 from our bank accounts by hacking correspondence with our lawyers talking to our team.
Now, it's no secret that we're involved in a lot of litigation. We're suing The New York Times, suing CNN, suing Twitter, and in fact winning so far in some of these lawsuits, and also playing a defendant into others. Project Veritas has never lost a lawsuit. We spend millions of dollars a year on litigation. So we received an invoice for $165,000 from a few of our attorneys, and we intended to pay that invoice. So we set up wire transfers for payment. Within hours, the lawyers reached out to us asking us to pay the invoices via a new account they had set up. They actually impersonated the actual name of our lawyer, changing a few letters in the email address, replying in real time to an email chain with our actual attorneys. It appears the fraudsters were watching, waiting for an invoice to be sent to us, and then pounced, impersonating them, replying to a real email as the lawyer's name the moment the invoice came. We've also had denial of service attacks recently. People were very clever. They've donated $50,000, but then asked for a refund, which incurs a fee to us, and they've done this repeatedly in an attempt to apparently hurt us financially and bankrupt us. These are intentional attacks by people who don't like us, trying to distract us, trying to deny our services, trying to disrupt our mission. These are very serious crimes against us. The, the feds have jurisdiction. U.S. attorneys should prosecute this for wire fraud. But this week, there was a school board meeting in Sacramento. Thank you for allowing me to speak, and I also want to thank Project Veritas for exposing this, because without their due diligence, you guys would have done nothing, because you did nothing when these students complained. Any teacher or staff pushing anti-American, hateful, or political agendas against America on our students, families, or communities, we want you out. Now. Not paid leave and not in a week or two. Now. And I learned, we learned, that the FBI, the feds, got involved in shutting that school board meeting down. Okay, thank you. It's the board members. Wait, wait, wait. And this is the guy who said he'd talk to us. So the, the board members um, have left. They're all leaving. They're busy, apparently, involving themselves in shutting down school board meetings when parents are so indignant. We doubt that anybody will be prosecuted. And that might make you feel hopeless or even cynical that nothing can be done. But at the end of the day, it's about all of you. It's about the people of this country stepping up, rising up, and exposing and revealing what it is that they are doing. It's up to you. This week, all of our stuff has been destroyed. All of our files are, thank God, backed up. In our building, which has been completely gutted, many of the walls have been torn out, and everything, as you can see, has been removed from our facility, which is completely destroyed. But there are two quotes that remain on the wall. And one of them was sent to us by a supporter a beautiful plaque that reads, this organization is protected by patriots. There you see it still hanging about nine feet up on the wall. This week we received thousands, an influx of tips and whistleblowers and insiders, viewers like you, reaching out to us as the whistleblowers and insiders across the country swells. We are on the verge of bigger and better things. One of our core values is indeed resilience. It also hung on our wall. Speaking personally, when I was 10 years old, my father bought a house. For two years, I worked on that house, sometimes in the evenings, sometimes all weekend. And then right when we finished the house, the house effectively burned down. 
One week later, my father, grandfather, and I spent the next year rebuilding the house back to the way it was. And it was better, and it was bigger. That was one of the first lessons in my life about resilience. This organization will build bigger and better and bolder. And next week, stay tuned as we released our next big bombshell story about criminal activity. You won't want to miss it.